the mile rate. Thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the mile rate. We're looking back at a, oh, I thought it was a stunning program, a fantastic night of uh, action at Geelong last night on Cup Night. And uh, Rob Orber joins me on the mile rate to uh, review that card. Hello, Rob. A very good morning to you, Danny. Yeah, fantastic program last night. It was great to see General Dodge bouncing back. Uh, he's such an exciting horse, and I'm sure he had plenty of uh, family followers, and it was wonderful to see him winning last night. Amazing to think he goes around at $20. Considering uh, the form he'd been in, he was, he was challenging for outright favouritism with Amazing Dream in the Kilmore Cup. He finished down the track. His run in the Vic Cup wasn't that bad, uh, but uh, he put it all together last night. And this is the way he did it to take out the feature event at uh, Geelong, the Flying Brick Cider Company, Geelong Pacing Cup. Tango Tara awaits the run. General Dodge improves and improves quickly. He looms up out three wide around about time and they were followed out wider on the track. Better be the bomb runs on. Off the back in 28-4 for the third quarter. Amazing dream in front from General Dodge. MacDan drops back. Tango Tara awaits the run. The sprinter's on now. It's amazing dream claimed by General Dodge. General Dodge sprinted straight past the mare. General Dodge got clear. Tango Tara runs on. It's General Dodge in front. The most talked about horse and harness racing about six months ago and what a win that was. General Dodge beat Amazing Dream and Tango Tara. They've come away from the others. Uh, Bernie Winkle has run out of his skin. He's close up for fourth with better... He's, um, he's definitely the quickest horse I've ever driven and probably um, I questioned how I drove him first up, whether um, that maybe lit him up a bit too much then for, for the second assignment. Uh, in the Kilmore Cup when he um, he got really keen in the warm-up and he probably had half ran his race before we'd even got a crack at it. So um, I just reckon, yeah, first up off a long spell, his, his first up run was awesome when um, just getting beaten. And then, yeah, he was disappointing, obviously. Um, really good in the Vic Cup after doing work. And, yeah, we were pretty confident tonight that we'd run a good race. Um, probably didn't expect him to, to quite do that, but I always had the belief that, you know, with the tempo was decent enough, he'd be in the finish. Wow, what a performance. That's Jason Lee, the, the winning driver, trained by Mick Chirkop. Rob, uh, General Dodge, he's, he's going to be nine years of age in a couple of months' time and was only having his 23rd start last night for his 15th win. Oh, it was a terrific performance, and I think you know I've been his number one fan uh, probably uh, before he even uh, came to the fore. I'd seen him at the trials over many years, and he's always shown to me that he's uh, a horse with above-average ability, and his performance last night to win uh, the Geelong Cup, uh, well done to Mick Chirkop. I know he's put a lot of uh, dedication and commitment to this horse, and to get him to reach that level has been an outstanding achievement, so well done to you, Mick, and Jason Lee, fantastic uh, driver, well done to him as well well. Uh, he, he won the race mile rate 158.1. They went a lead time of 72 30, 30.8, 28.4 and 26.9. It was really a, a very fast last half in 55.3 and uh, General Dodge came from midfield and he just finished over the top of him. Uh, amazing dream. Uh, led in the race. Um, had, had a good run. I think she's just uh, a little bit off her top of her game at the moment. Uh, I still thought her run was great but uh, I think she's, she can go a little bit better than what we've seen. Tango Tara 
Enjoyed a good trip, was close up. Better beat a bomb was a nice effort, as was uh, Bernie Winkle, all making ground from midfield. Probably the eye catcher for me was out to play. He was six back the inside, and he really savaged the line. I mean, he, he did run seventh in the race, but when you look at the sectionals, uh, the, the amount of ground he made, he, he looked like he had plenty of horse left underneath him. So he's probably the horse to follow for mine out to play, but it was a, a performance uh, well to be remembered, and, and congratulations to all the connections of General Dodge. And the horse raced in the uh, the Ayers uh, colours. Rodney Ayers' uh, mum, uh, Pat, passed away, so uh, I think there was a bit of help from above last night and raced in the family's uh, colours to, uh, to take out the, uh, the Geelong Pacing Cup. The uh, next race we're going to have a look at, Rob, is the, uh, the Phillies race, the Nutrient Equine Tatlow Stakes. What a magnificent bunch of fillies we had, but the winner was just something else. First up, Irish Black Label. Back last of all is Morlin as they head off the back in 29.1. Irish Black Label, she's put her nose in front of Petion who's put under pressure. Then Relentless Me and Cypher to the outside. Irish Black Label went for home though. It's Irish Black Label in front. The outside was in Cypher. Then Just Hope, Relentless Me. Leader is Irish Black Label though from in Cypher. Relentless Me, Irish Black Label in front of in Cypher. And Irish Black Label's got home. What a terrific return that was. Irish Black Label has won it. Uh, good effort getting up into second spot was in Cypher and Relentless Me was terrific third over on the inside. Yeah, she was, mate. Now, she, um, yeah, you know, I wouldn't say there'd be a hell of a lot left, but she's a pretty lazy little filly. I'm sure it's something sort of really got to her. Um, she'd keep fighting again, but, um, you know, her run was really good, obviously. She was three wide for a while until we figured out what was going to happen up front. Um, seemed to take a while for that to, to work out, and then, um, you know, we went back and then, and then had to go forward again. So her run was probably a little bit better than it even looked. Yeah, no doubt about that, Rob. It was an outstanding win, and she was first up from a spell at uh, 2,100 metres, a distance that she'd never got to before in only her three starts last preparation. Um, and she'll only improve off that. Uh, looking at her last night, she, uh, she'll improve lengths from the run. It was quite an amazing return. Yeah, look, she, she was my pick in the race going into it, Danny. Oh, look, she's always, uh, her, her early uh, races, she really showed that she had lots to offer. And last night was going to be the biggest test for her. And they went over the line and I wrote uh, the word huge next to her name because it was a huge yeah. performance. I mean, she uh, was three wide, as uh, David said in that interview. He had to go back. He was nearly near last. And then he, he made his run around him three wide. And uh, for her to hold off the challenges, an outstanding run, 157.8 mile rate, uh, 35. 5 lead time, 29-2, 31-7 at first half, and then they came home in 29-2 and 28-1. So it was really run for a, for a stayers race, and she, she did that. She, she outstayed them all. It was a great performance. Uh, in Cypher, good effort. Uh, got caught in the breeze for a while there and got a bit of cover, obviously, on the back of Irish Black Label. Had its chance to run it down, but still her run was good. Love the run of Relentless Me. Hasn't uh, this filly come a long way for Brittany O'Brien? She's doing a great job with Relentless Me. Uh, led early, held off the challenges and then took the trail and um, battled on really well. Uh, Just Hope's a really nice filly for Russell Jack. Zach Phillips uh, hit the line well from midfield. Rich Beauty was the one that had no luck, Danny. Uh, I've marked her as the, the horse to follow out of that race. Uh, she was back, Drew Barry uh, 13 at the back and uh, she was four back the fence and, and certainly got back, got, got home really strongly, really nice run. Petalante uh, battled on. Joe and Joe didn't have a lot of luck either, got to the line nicely. Uh, 
Yarmouth had a three-wide trail but couldn't finish it off. But look, uh, Irish Black Label, clearly uh, the, the run of the race, it was outstanding. And if you're looking for one to follow out of it, maybe Rich Beauty with a better draw might come right into calculation. And a lot of these young horses will progress on with race series like the Breeders' Crown coming up in only a, a couple of weeks' time and then the Vic Brits at the end of the year. So I think we'll see a lot more of them, Rob. Oh, no doubt. This is the time where uh, we start to see the cream uh, rise to the top. And I suppose when you start looking at these Group 2 races, that's the sort of bunch of uh, fillies that we're looking at. You know, there might be another few that might emerge over the next few weeks, but we're, we're only a few weeks away from the Breeders' Crown. So you, you really want to get a good run into it. And uh, Irish Black Label seems to be right on uh, target. Rob, race number four was for the Mayor's Group 3 level, the Angelique Club pace, and the Panthers did it from the front. They lead the back straight. It's the Pantheus three metres in front. Margita getting called on now. Uh, Spellbound's under pressure. Needs to pick up. Enchanted stride. Belladonna girl. Techies angel very wide. Turning for home, though. The Pantheus the leader. They went 27-3 down the back. Margita three metres away. Belladonna girl. Enchanted stride. Techies angel out wider with Spellbound. It's the Pantheus in front from Margita. The Pantheus giving plenty, though. And the Pantheus has won it from Margita. Third's close. It's a major surprise, probably third, just in front of uh, It's Ebony and Ivory, who was terrific. Uh, yeah, it was more just um, the way she felt last week. Um, the first couple of runs, she'd been back in the field and just flopping around and, and wasn't real interested. But last week, um, when we went forward and put her in the race, she really um, went well and was probably unlucky not to win. So uh, I was pretty confident if she could find the front tonight, she'd be hard to run down. She's a pretty underrated mare, isn't she? You know, it's won some very big races, but often goes under the radar with some mares that have been on and off the scene. She, you know, at her best, like she showed tonight, and, and as you said, she felt last week, she is among the very best mares when she, you know, performs close to her best. Yeah, and when things go away, she's, you know, always hard to beat, like she did win a Breeders' Crown, I think, last year. Yeah, and that was her last win. She hadn't won since then, Rob, almost a year, but... Uh, that was as good as I've ever seen her go, doing it from the front. They ran time, 155.8. Considering there was a bit of rain about throughout the day and even during the night, the track just was remarkable. There were a couple of track records on the night. Yeah, look, Johnny Dunn and the team at Geelong doing a great job and um, well done to the Panthers. As uh, we heard from Chris, uh, really bounced back with a great performance. Uh, leading throughout, mile rate 155.8, 34.7 lead time, 30.7 and 30 the first two quarters and they sizzled home 27.4 and 28.4 and she led all the way. Majita had to do it tough. She she battled on really strongly in the breeze. Uh, look, you know, she she's still uh, one of the top mares going around. She's got a great... Uh, Great future. She's had a, bit, a lot of hard racing, but look, you know, once again, her performance was terrific. It's a major surprise, was uh, locked away on the pegs and, and really hit the line strongly. It's Ebony and Ivory was a horse that you sort of gave a good mention to. She hit the line, uh, certainly got to the line strongly. Belladonna Girl battled on well. Techie's Angel had no luck. Uh, she couldn't get into the race. She was forced wide. I, I thought she was probably the run, uh, run uh, the horse to follow out of that race, Techie's Angel. And uh, obviously, Enchanted Stride had his chance. Spellbound, yeah, not sure what to make of it. Obviously, was three wide. Uh, certainly uh, didn't race too her best. Uh, she's also had a really long year and, and a lot of travelling whether it starts to take its toll now on some of these mares but look uh, the Panthers certainly emerging and probably the horse to follow out of the race for mine was Techie's Angel. 
the next replay we'll have a look at is what turned out to be a very exciting finish to the Harrah de Trotter-McNamara Memorial Trotters Cup standing start race. Elderbaran Tess was never in front, bar right on the post. Ruth, off the back, Swiss Miss, five metres of jewel on the crown, who's come off the pegs to challenge now. Out very wide, Elderbaran Tess is four deep, went a bit rocky around that bend. Queen of Crime picked up the bit, hatchback runs on, and then well defined to the inside. Off the back, 29 one third quarter, and into the straight, a jewel on the crown, beat off Swiss Miss, Queen of Crime still coming. It's a jewel on the crown, Queen of Crime the outside, two metres away. It's a jewel on the crown, Queen of Crime, Elderbaran Tess getting going late, a jewel on the crown, Queen of Crime, and Elderbaran Tess, Elderbaran Tess, I think, has got up right on the line. It's got to be close. Elderbaran Tess and Queen of Crime, the stable mates have grabbed the jewel and the crown right on the post. Yeah, I don't know how she did it. I reckon she broke on me four times that run. And not completely broke, but just went rough. Um, she just needs a bit more time to get a bit stronger. So next year when she's just grown into herself a bit more and she'll be stronger, she'll just be so much better for it. But I don't know, yeah, I just lost a bit of ground around the turn and then somehow she came back up the straight. Just how nervous were you? We, we, we caught a bit of vision of you giving her another, you know, practice stand start only 45 seconds before the race. So how, how, how nervous were you about actually getting her off the, off the stand? Um, I, I think I hadn't thought too much about it. Um, I wasn't too nervous, to be honest. Uh, there were so many horses and they were so crowded, so I was just hoping I could t- uh, keep her mind off it because she didn't really know what was going on. And I thought she might be all right tonight because she doesn't really know where when she's had a few standing starts, she'll be a bit more fiery because she knows what she has to do. Sophia Arvidsson, who had a driving double on the night, and Matt Craven, uh, her partner, with a training uh, double, and, and the voice you heard in the background through Trot's Vision was Josh Jenkins with uh, with Jason Bonington last night. Phenomenal win, Rob. Um, almost uh, a bit of a head scratcher as to how she got up and won at Elberantes. Yeah, no doubt, Danny. Uh, look, you know, she certainly set herself uh, her, her own challenges uh, in the race, as we heard from Sophia. But for her to be able to recover from the position she was coming to the home turn, and you could see her making ground, you know, half up the straight. It was just a case of whether she could, you know, actually bridge the gap, and she did. And as you mentioned, she got there right on the line. It was a great call by you. You picked it uh, and nailed it right on the line as the three of them hit the line. And uh, well done to Duncan McPherson and the team at Elder Baron Lodge. They'll be absolutely stoked with this flagship mare. She's uh, she's certainly going places. Uh, Queen of Crime, very brave in defeat, began badly, got outside the leader, uh, was just nailed on the line. Uh, so the stables had a first and second. A jewel in the crown, uh, going really well. Had a nice trip in the race and uh, was able to finish off well. They went a mile rate of 2-1.9, 77-4 lead time. 29-3, 29-7, and then 29-1 and 30.7. So they broke 33 quarters of that race so it was a three times so it was a terrific performance well defined was a nice effort going well off the handicap it was a pretty big run when you're considering the times they've run uh, hatchback had its chance margaret roof was hitting the line well a few of them got dragged back through the field when uh, just molly archer uh, weakened badly so it was a few of them that got interfered with margaret roof uh, nor keys notorious uh, you can all forget about their runs they weren't too bad Swiss Miss had its chance, uh, but really, uh, the horse to follow, I mean, obviously the winner was terrific. I still think Well Defined's going to win one soon. It just hasn't had a lot of luck, but it's going pretty well.
And uh, the winner and the runner-up, the stable mates, they were both having their first ever stand start run, and uh, they've ended up running the Quinella. Um, the next replay, Rob, to look at, uh, completed a double for Matt Craven and Sophia Arvidsson. He's a son of a gun, and an upset result over the more fancied Beach Villa and Catcher Wave. And the third quarter, they went 27-3. It's Beach Villa and Catcher Wave. Catcher Wave just wanted to hang in a little bit there. Interest-free back to the inside. In the straight, though, the leader is Beach Villa. Coming through as interest-free. Beach Villa and down the outside. He's a son of a gun. He's a son of a gun over the top has won it. He's a son of a gun has beaten Beach Villa. Third interest-free and Catcher Wave weakens for fourth. <laughs> Well, I did tell Matty he'd grown a leg during the week, this horse. <laughs> it was a bit out of control on me, and he was just working so good. But <laughs> I didn't really expect him to win because there's so many nice two-year-olds there, and we were inside back row, so you rely on a bit of luck, but geez, he went good. <laughs> well, don't the horses run for her, uh, Rob, and uh, I speak of Sophia Arvidsson, and just the improvement that she's made in the sulky. She's only been driving for a couple of years, and it's I think it's ra- remarkable where she has got to a double on a big night like that, including a Group 2 success. She only recently brought up her 50th winner uh, in the sulky, and there's going to be a lot more to come. He's a son of a gun. is is a pretty smart ho- horse and, and beat a very good bunch of two-year-olds. Yeah, terrific performance out of a McArdle mare uh, by Art Major, uh, Tony Coniglio, who uh, also owns Queen of Crime. And, look, he hasn't had the best of health, uh, Tony. So, uh, look, you know, I know he would have been uh, watching. And to his wife, Pam, well done uh, on the performance. It was a great run. It was just tucked away on the pegs there and, and flew home 156 mile rate. 36 lead time, 30.3, 29.6, 27.4, and 28.1 home. It was a fantastic performance. Uh, Beach Villa. Uh, led in the race uh, and, and battled on really strongly. Interest-free, I thought was nearly the winner on the home turn. It was travelling well, but just couldn't have the same dash as he's the son of a gun into third. Catcher Wave had to do all the work, battled on strongly. Uh, Muscle Bart hit the line really nicely from back in the field for uh, my good friend Gary Barton down at Warnable, so he'll be he'll be wrapped with Muscle Bart's run. Uh, Celeste Matuka was okay. Here's Charlie's Angel, probably raced below what, what it's capable of doing. Hot deal. He pulled hard. Just, yeah, he pulled hard, yeah, and, and that's right. So he, he just, uh, obviously going to these big races, you, you need to be able to relax. I'll tell you the run that, that was really good, but he, they've obviously got issues with him. This is Kafaji. He, um, about the 300, he, he went he went really rough, and um, Chris had to sort of grab hold of him, and he just lost all his momentum. But he's run third last, but I don't think he was out of first gear, personally. Uh, he, he just looked like he had a, a loads of horses. He actually went to Maryborough Trials prior to racing. He did the same thing there. He sort of got on the last bend and went really awkward. So they've obviously got a few issues with him. But I think from an ability perspective, he, he's right up there. He, he just needs to get his, uh, his gait right. Rob, uh, that's uh, the the replays on the card, but we're going to have a look at the other uh, half of the program. The first event was won by Kaki Nui, trained by Julie Douglas, and I thought it was an outstanding drive by Glenn Douglas. Oh, that was a driver tonight, wasn't it? Five-star job for, yep. uh, for Glenn. Well done to him and to Julie, doing a great job with their team. Uh, 157 mile rate, 34.6 lead time, 31.130. And then they came home in 28.2, 28.8. He got into the 1-1 early and then uh, popped around and... Worked to the front. Uh, he probably knew Stingray Tara lacks a little bit of zip. He timed his run perfectly to, to find the lead. And he was able to hold off the fast challenger of Yankee Gold, who had a good trip. 
Looked a real threat, but just couldn't run down Kaki. Newey Sharklark ran on really well for Colin Holloway and Brett. They'd be absolutely stoked with that run. Wow, you can dance. Um, uh, tried to lead and sat in the breeze and belled on really strongly. Probably one of its best performances. Uh, Stingray Tara, yeah, look, I'm not sure when he's going to win his next race. Monsieur Delacour made up some ground. Uh, but look, um, out, out of that race, uh, look, I think Kaki Newey was uh, terrific. But wow, you can dance was certainly the eye-catching run. He did plenty of work. He certainly did. Race number two, and it was Jemson's Pet. It was a close finish uh, between Jemson's Pet, Abby Turnbull, and Monjana, Rebecca Bartley. But Jemson's Pet uh, had the run of the race, got the sprint lane, and, and just lasted. Yeah, my rate, 156.6, 34-1 lead time, 29.8, 30.4 the first two quarters. They came home 28.3 and 29.6. And it was a beautiful drive by Abby Turnbull. I'm a big fan of Abby. She's uh, such a talented lady uh, and she's doing such a great job. She she really understands horses well and she was able to drop in behind the leader and uh, there was a bit of spice in that, in that race early with, uh, of course, uh, Go Dancing and, and LB2 Change having a, a real red-hot crack for that early lead. And she got into a good spot, uh, was able to hold off the challenge of Mongiana, who was following it through and then came to the outside and, and hit the line well. LB2 Chambers ready to win, terrific performance, did his fair share of work. Joan Yen made up ground, uh, Goat Dancing, Major Maestro are all involved in that early burn. But I think the horse to follow is LB2 Chambers. He's ready to win. It was a terrific performance last night, but all honours to Jemson's pet. Rob race five and Pacifico Dream looked like he was dropping back in class and I think that showed in the end he was dominant taking out the fifth event. Yeah, it was just too strong, just popped around him and um, as we know, uh, once he uh, found the top, he was going to take plenty of beating and uh, mile rate of 155.3, 33.9 lead time, uh, 30.7, 29.8 the first two quarters and they came home in 27.1 and 29 and he made it really hard for anything back in the field but he was just too good, too classy and uh, yeah, Andy and Kate will be rough to see him back in the winner's list. Major Bob, good run, he hit the line really strongly for David Aiken and Bailey McDonough, isn't he going really well as a driver? He's a young kid, but wow, he's uh, getting some great opportunities with some nice horses, and um, even last night, he, he didn't really finish in the placings, but some of his, uh, the horses that he drove were, were very unlucky. Uh, always fast, um, found the front, yeah, look, he, I was a bit surprised, you know, he's, he's, I think you've made it uh, mention all his wins have been when he's led, but he was quite content to take the trail. Look, he battled on well, ran third. It's back in the day, I thought it was a really good run. He hit the line well. He's nearly ready. I think he's uh, almost ready to win. It's back in the day. He's the black booker of the race. Reactor now had to do his fair share of work. So Dark is going okay, uh, but all honours to the winner, Pacifico Dream. Horse to follow for mine. It's back in the day. Race nine completed a double for trainer Emma Stewart, driver David Moran, and owners Lauriston Bloodstock with uh, this fantastic uh, filly called Beach Music. It was considered a match race. The the, uh, the betting suggested so with the, the Kiwi filly better twist. Uh, Beach Music took her time before balancing up, going to the front mid-race and uh, holding out a very game better twist in a fast 155.9 mile rate. Yeah, look, she was terrific. Uh, you know, she she was three wide and worked worked to the front, and uh, she was able to hold off better twist, who uh, was very brave in defeat. I mean, she's obviously very tough, and you know, I think with another run, uh, that run will top her off beautifully going into all the big races uh, coming up. But uh, her performance was outstanding. Runaway celebrity uh, ran on well, uh, led early, handed up to treachery, three back to pegs. Uh, treachery uh, led and sat behind the lead, had its chance, but battled on well. 
just as well, who's uh, going really well for Luke Tabone and Chris Elford drove, finished in fifth spot. But look, those two horses up front uh, are clearly the class runners, Beach Music and Better Twist. Both performances were outstanding. Probably the horse back in the field that didn't have a lot of luck was Eva Mateo. She was held up and hit the line quite nicely. I mean, she ran ninth in the race, but once she gets into a bit more of an easier assignment, she's uh, right up there. But all class Beach Music, Better Twist. If you love Better Twist, don't drop off because I thought his run, or her run was outstanding last night. And the last event on the program, favourite had to sit without cover, blue chip delight, and Sahara Sirocco, brilliant uh, performance, dashing down the outside and well handled by Kyle Costello. Yeah, Gary and Debbie Quinlan, they do a fantastic job and uh, Peter Watkinson and the team will be stoked with their whole uh, bloodlines. They're all winning races everywhere. I think they even won one at Gloucester Park Friday night with Sahara Tiger. But Sahara Sirocco came from back in the field and let down with a huge sprint, 155.7, 28.5.31.2. Blue Chip Delight led in the race. He was run down 28 and 28 last two quarters, 56 last half, and Sahara Sirocco, outstanding run to defeat Aussie Battler, who had a good trip, looked uh, ready to, to maybe uh, sneak up on the inside to win, but was just collared over the concluding stages. Blue Chip Delight was good after leading. Ample power and steel screens were, were nice performances, but uh, all honours to the winner, Sahara Sirocco. Rob, next week, Group 1 action, the Ben Stud Queen of the Pacific will be the feature event next Saturday night. The Hero Battle of the Claimers and the Katanaz Jewelers four-year-old and five-year-old championship also amongst the feature events next Saturday night as we return to Melton. And uh, until then, my friend. Yeah, happy harnessing, everyone. Heats of the Derby today at Maryborough.